Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live. From our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena, across the glass from me, producing today, the EP himself has returned, Austin Horton, and, <laughs> and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you today? Uh, Hope you're doing well. I am good. Yeah, I'm doing very well. I uh, the, the weather's nice. Uh, I had a nice morning with my daughter. Played nine with uh, DJ and PK. I'm feeling good. How'd you hit them? Oh, terribly. Just a rough day. <laughs> rough day all the way along. But you know what? It, it's supposed to get uh, cold this weekend, of course. So I thought maybe this is kind of the last time it's going to get a chance to go for a while. So uh, those guys hit me up with the invite, and I was on it. Oh, good for you, man. Jake, I hope you were hitting them long like you usually do. I had a couple PK I can, can, PK but I can't get PK twice. can't get over how far you hit the ball. So he's impressed. The question is... Was it in your fairway or someone else? Uh, so I, I did slice a bit more uh, today than I have been. It, part of my game this this year, I've been playing a little bit more, and I've been hitting it straighter, but not uh, not today. But, you know, so PK, PK whooped up on me pretty good today, but that's all right. DJ hit the ball all right. Good. Well, PK's a golfer, man. He, he He's just a golfer. He, he doesn't play golf. He's a golfer. I'll tell you where our boy... <clears throat> DJ has become deadly. Golly's good with the wedge. Yeah, around the green. Around the green. Uh, he's, yeah, uh-huh. he's he's deadly with that wedge. Cut a lot of well, cut a lot of strokes cool. off, Gordon. If you can get up and down. Yeah, no kidding. That so. would definitely help his scoring. So, but I mean, the, well, the weather like, is is just gorgeous. Why so would anybody possibly care about yeah, this? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Welcome back, well, people. Austin. Care? We got a lot of we got a lot of golfers out there who can relate to what who you're saying. Who care about their golf score? Uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin is here. Austin is back. Uh, did the infection clear up? Uh, is everything okay? Uh, no longer glows in the dark. Okay, but. We- we we talked when you were gone about how uh, you know due to your recent uh, lifestyle change uh, uh, with uh, some jewelry that a little oh, a little yeah. yeah a little infection you know had to that deal got with played, that. Did it? Uh, yeah. I have pierced nipples. Yeah, had to had to uh, <laughs> knock down that. You know, no. How are you doing? Welcome back. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Good to hear you, Gordon. Uh, I heard a lot of good things. I heard even more bad things. So I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Lots of bad things. <laughs> you're back. To, you're back to save the day, are you? I'm here. Uh, did you share the latest Austin Horton bad luck story? No, no, no. I've been All I've right. been saving that for when you got back. In fact, should other we... than that, my ballot got. Lost? No, other the other one. Okay. Yeah, the 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 really Austin-y one. We can save that for later. Should we do that today? At uh, oh, we got an Austin's list at three fifty. That's 
that's where it will be. You, should we I'll put announce it, there? it then. Okay, yeah, because a very Austin-y thing happened. It was it was not, what was it, last weekend, last Friday or something? It was last Friday. I got that text from you, and it was like, man, that could only happen to you. Did I text you, Gordon, or just Jake? I think I told just Jake, didn't I? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all ears, man. I want to hear. It's a good one. You'll it's like unbelievable. it. It's unbelievable. It's a good one. You'll you'll definitely like it. But uh, but how are you feeling? Uh, rested? Re- rejuvenated? You <laughs> yep, good? Yep. Did a lot of, uh, <laughs> took care of a lot of business, took care of a lot of family stuff, uh, had some good, some bad, and some ugly in between, but it was good to be away, and it's good to be back. See, you know, uh, considering your side job is muscle for hire, when you say, you know, do a lot of business, a lot of things, you know, come to Don't mind. Don't you worry your pretty little head. Yeah, right. No, I will, though. Don't. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, it's good to have you back. Uh, thanks to, let's see, who who filled in for you? Alex last week. Uh, Eric did a couple of days this week. And uh, thanks to Lloyd as well. Uh, they did a nice job. And who did the best of the three? Uh, I'll tell you who did the worst of the three. Uh, who was that? Uh, Lloyd. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then it was between Eric and uh, Alex for second yeah, and they, first? Yeah, they can tie. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing, Austin. I complimented Lloyd, and Jake's head almost exploded. I mean, he, he couldn't he couldn't abide it. He had to start ripping Lloyd. That's not true. We said lots of good things about Lloyd. I just... I just... We were really... We, we were really easy on you, Austin. I want you to know that I know that when anybody goes out of town or to go, leaves the show for a little while, it's the in thing to do to rip the other guys. But we didn't do that with you. Well, it's other than the other than the infection. Other but than the other infection. I was going to say, it's because of you guys that I was missing. I have pierced nipples. That's That was your fault. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, good news for you. We saved this for you to come back to. Gordon lost in the survivor pool picks last week. Yeah, he did. The Packers were not victorious over the Vikings. No, they weren't. And uh, we, we not only have to do that horrible segment today, uh, but also we, uh, we, we uh, someone's got to pay up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, wrap that mind around what we should have Gordon do. We could take suggestions at Jake Scott's own, at uh, Austin Horton. It, don't include Gordon on it because then we'll blindside him. I voted for. No. Oh, no, we got to stay away from that. <laughs> it's been a little bit hot today. It's been a little hot. Uh, I was thinking, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Communism 2020. Like he has a tattoo. So what? what? Are like, you telling me that this is an opportunity for our listeners to get back at me? No, yes, no, no. I'm just saying, how, I'm about, a- how about something like, I have a Lakers tattoo? Ooh. Because incriminating audio doesn't have to be a lie. No, I know. It could a team be true. that I like. Make it a team I really like. We, we know who you really like, and it's the Lakers. No, it's not the Lakers. I, I used to argue... I, I used to argue with my co- with my colleagues down at the Times about that, and I, I was never a Laker guy. How about how about this one? How about Buck Johnson well, overrated? And you have to say Buck. You have Johnson. to say Buck. I don't think no, we're losing that's, Gordon. That's too that's too easy. That's too easy. Okay. That's too easy. That that's that because that was your reaction. That's leading the pack right now. I gotta, I gotta write this down. Buck Johnson, <laughs> overrated. But right. then we've got this to follow it. Magic Johnson is pound for pound the best point guard who ever lived. So it'll contradict itself. Itself. I know, but yeah. I like it that this goes outside the Wouldn't pound that for be pound. Something? 
Well, know. well, at Jake Scott Zone, at Austin Horton, not at Gordon Monson. How about how about '80s Lakers? Overrated. Ooh. Or Showtime. Showtime. Lakers. More like never showed up time. <laughs> Showtime Lakers. <laughs> overrated. Look, see, here's the thing. Because I appreciate how great that team was, doesn't mean I was a Lakers fan. I just saw them up close and saw how good they were. Okay. But it's not. I'm not a fan. I never rooted for them. Ooh, here, here's another one. I never liked living in L.A. <laughs> That'll hurt him. Well, not really. I wish I were still in L.A. Although I do miss it down there more than my wife, and she's the native down there. So L A K E R S. I do appreciate some of the things down there. How no, about we can, can we have I'm not a Laker? Can we have him sing something for incriminating audio? Is that within the bounds? Because he could pull the Randy Newman "I Love L A." No, that's not within. No, that's not within the bounds. I think they, it is. They can't force me to sing. Judges? Yes, it is. No, it's not. Wait, wait, you're writing rules now? Are you Caesar? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait. At what point did we say that we had to sing? That was was never part of the deal. Just now. Incriminating audio is just that. It's it's incriminating (laughs) audio. The only rule is you have to do it. Oh. Yeah, but uh, let's not do anything that punishes the listener. I don't think that punishes anybody except you. Which is the idea, and it has during this horrible, this horrible no survivor no, pool. Things have gotten very personal, and you, you can't back away from that no, now. No. no, it punishes our listener, and I don't want to do that any more than just having to listen to us. <laughs> living in—I don't even know if I can make that joke on the air. Living in SLC, I'll just say very funny. Uh, all right, let's get to the split story of the day. Let's let's talk some sport. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, Gordo, big time weekend coming up in uh, in college football. Of course, it's uh, been the hot topic all week long. Uh, you Utah, Arizona, BYU, Boise State. And uh, one thing, and, and we're just resetting Gordon real quick. He'll, he'll be back in a second. So let me get your take on this, Austin, while we're getting Gordon back. I, I, everybody's talking about how, oh, BYU's never won on the blue turf. While technically correct, I feel a little less relevant. Because of the blue turf? No, no, no. Because of the, it's not really a home field advantage anymore. Uh, They're going to have a few students in there. I mean, it's not going to be any sort of uh, intimidating environment. We've seen across other sports that home field or whatever, I guess, home field in football and baseball has mattered significantly less because of uh, the lack of fans in the stands. So I I don't know. It seems like that's this major storyline that everybody wants to grab onto that I'm not really buying. It's it's a cute thing that comes up every time Boise State is mentioned in any story topic segment. Wherever you hear about Boise State, you're going to have someone repeating the cute thing about the blue turf and the the uniqueness of that and how they're dominant at home. To your point, though, what was the the record in the the NBA bubble? The away team won way more than the home team. 
And, and they were both away. Yeah, and, and, and there were no fans and all that. But I, I wonder if Boise State is just the, the fact of being in your own stadium still. Do you think that plays any role? Yes, I, I do. And the travel and, and those sorts of things are, are very much relevant. But not... I, I don't think you get quite the home field advantage that uh, that you would usually, or at least not enough to make it the major storyline of this whole thing. So if it's usually a minus three for the home team to start the, the Vegas, not a prediction, but the, the betting line. Yeah, maybe a point and a half. You go, there, okay, you cut in half? Yeah. All right. Just because there's no fans in the stands. And, and, and his name is the Magic Wizard of Vegas. Okay. <laughs> the, the Magic Predicting Wizard of, of Las Vegas. Yeah, who who gives three points for for being at home? I've missed you. Maybe cut that down to a point and a half. <laughs> missed you too, buddy. I, I really you. have. Uh, I hope you had a good time. Uh, yeah, well, it was it was fine. It was fun. Uh, I, but I missed you. I don't know if I missed Gordon as much as I missed you, though. But I missed you. Well, what's what's going on with Gordon? Let's pull back the. Curtain. I don't know. You just we, I've we got were... him in my right ear. I've got you in my left ear, and I'm uh, I'm awaiting. So, yeah, we had a bit of a delay, some, equi- some equipment stuff, which, uh, again, to Gordon's credit, surpri- uh, surprisingly hasn't happened as much as I would have thought during all of this. But now we, we just lost him. He's like, he's like Dennis Rodman when, when Phil Jackson said, uh, yeah, you can leave practice for a couple of days. Bam, just gone. You know, I heard that segment yesterday. Did you? When Gordon said uh, Dennis Rodman would be a boring person to interview. To, to go, to out, go and out, hang out, not interview, yeah, go out me. and hang out with, yeah. And I like how you put it that Gordon wanted to just go get an ice cream and have a nice chat <laughs> yeah. with with brother with, with brother Rodman. That's funny. That was a funny segment. So, but back to the the football. Who uh, who's got the bigger must win here? BYU or Utah State? Oh, I think Utah State's almost uh, Utah or Utah State. Utah State. Oh, I think Utah State's gonna gonna really struggle this year. I think that the sooner that we all get that uh, through well, I, our heads, but they the gotta win at some point, don't they? I don't know. They have to. That's the rule. You got to, and it's probably not gonna happen today. I think. Uh, by the way, I think Gordon is is with us now. I just saw a text massage from him. Uh, but Nevada is good. I don't think Utah State is. You know what the line is? Do you know what the line? Of uh, Gordon, you know what the line of the Nevada Utah State game is? I do not. What is it? Seventeen. Oh, really? Yeah, Utah State ain't winning this weekend. So yeah. I'm going to go with bigger, much bigger for BYU. Must win. Must win. And it's kind of a must win for Utah too because they've got to beat all the the teams that they should beat. Oh yeah, if Utah loses to Arizona, what a disappointment for them. I know they have all those youngsters in the back of the defense and replacing all those guys, a new quarterback, a new running back. I get all that, but you don't lose to the Cats. Uh-uh. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. I mean, if if Utah's going going to achieve their goals this year or you know, be a good team, they certainly have to win. But but BYU Boise, back to the original question, is definitely the biggest game. It's definitely why the, the, because all these all these teams have a lot to lose, Jake. Yeah, right. A lot to lose. It's a, sometimes you gain a lot by winning, and BYU gains a lot by winning too. But well, your games gain some, but they would lose more by losing. And same thing for Utah, in my opinion, and Utah State. I mean, like you said, it's oh zero and three. That that's not a good look. No, I but, don't. In fact, here one. Let's bring up Utah State schedule real quick here, and we'll see when we think they are going to get their first win. I don't. I, I again, Nevada's good. I don't think it's going to be this weekend. They've got Fresno at home, at Wyoming, New Mexico at home, Air Force at home, Colorado State at home. Mm. Yeah. 
Maybe, well, I, uh, at, at, maybe what point does it, at what point does it become sort of irrelevant? Yeah. <laughs> Pre-game so, at four today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to our Aggie friends. We're not, we're not, we're not hyping up you the game properly. You catch that hot-heated <laughs> battle at 4 o'clock on 1280 AM. Oh, man. I, it would be – I'll tell you what. If the Aggies could pull it off, that would be a huge win. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what bummer luck for the Aggies! They get the three best teams in the league right right off the bat. Yeah, it hasn't uh, it hasn't looked pretty. And uh, I mean, it, we're not saying anything that the head coach didn't say. He called them pathetic. Yeah, that yeah, that was so harsh, though. Yeah, that's, if I'm if I'm Gary, I'd be like, you couldn't give me the running reps right out of the gate. Huh? See, that's that's one of the deals where a coach has to figure out is uh, do I what does my team need. Does my team need a kick in the butt, or does my uh, my team need a hug? And you know, calling them pathetic, I guess, uh, is the kick in the butt. Yeah, I know. It's one thing to do that though in the locker room when you're you know ranting and raving. It's another thing to hello there, media and public. <laughs> Let me tell you about our pathetic team. So why does he say that publicly? Do you think he wants to tell the truth? Do you think he he's it's an ego thing? Do you think he's trying to uh, position himself better uh, publicly or or what? Because, you know, he's pretty smart. You think he would think that through before he would actually say it? I honestly I honestly don't know. Maybe maybe he was still angry and it, and it carried over. I'm not sure. I just it's. Pretty, that's pretty harsh words for. Well, here this is what it comes down to, Jake. Is it, how how good can the Aggies be? Are they betraying themselves, or are they just not that good? If they're not that good, then you can't use that kind of language. You can't call them that. If they're not that good, if they're out there making some mistakes, but busting their humps. And they're just not quite good enough. I I don't know how you can say that and have it be a positive for you. Unless unless scolding people that way then makes wakes them up and they think they think well we can play better than we are so let's let's not do that again. But I I'm wondering whether they really are lacking in talent this year. Yeah, I wonder too. I I, I wonder too, and I I don't know about the strategy of of people going scorched earth in the media. I mean I don't know why. Well, I guess we do know why Rudy did it early in the year, but I didn't think that that was a smart move. I don't mind it as much as you do, as long as it's carefully placed. But in in, in this case, I'm, I'm, when I, I've watched the Aggies play both times, and I, I just, I'm not seeing a team that is betraying itself. I'm seeing a team that isn't good. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe maybe what I just said is even more critical than what what Gary said. Uh, but uh, but if a team goes three and seven or whatever, pick your losing number, and they're doing everything they can to win, it's not their fault. You can't be better than you are. Yeah, I mean, but but it's one thing for the for somebody on the outside, you know, some radio sports radio bozo or a, or a columnist or whatever to be to be critical. I mean, but the coach to come out blasting away, I mean, that's that's a lot different. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm, no, I, I'm okay. I guess that. I, yeah. yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I, I just, I don't understand that. I, I, you know, everybody loves Mike Leach, but I didn't get that about him with the entitled, fat, spoiled, whatever. I mean, it just seems like what, what are you really trying to accomplish there? 
But at least in that case, they the year before they had been a tough team, and he thought that they. I think that he thought that they could be a tough team again, and they weren't being tough. They even yeah, I give him a pass more on that than I do a bad team, but talent wise, being criticized by their coach publicly because they're not that good. Well, they didn't recruit themselves. Yeah, but couldn't Leach said we need left it at. Hey, we need to be a little tougher out there. <laughs> you know, that's not so bad. Hey, we need to, we were a tough team last year. We need to be a tougher team this year. Period. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. Why does there need to be the fat entitled spoiled or whatever else he said? <laughs> well, I when I heard that, I almost heard it a jokester. You know, I but maybe I wouldn't feel that way if I had been a member of the team. Yes, D lineman sees that quote and he's like, <laughs> "Isn't that funny? Your coach is such a cracker. Yeah, such a funny guy." <laughs> hey, Tommy, yeah. you never um, guess what Coach said. Oh, you never guess. <laughs> Get a load of this so one. So hilarious. He said it. Everybody, to everybody gather too. around. Let me tell you, good, I got a good joke. Good news is he did it. You know, in the in the newspaper and on television, so nobody's gonna nobody's gonna hear it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not a big proponent of that. That's not my way I would coach. But uh, I, I guess I can see some some very rare kind of isolated instances where, where a coach can do that with his team. If they really are good and they're not practicing hard or or they're not practicing hard, then they go out and get beat when they shouldn't. Then I could see some anger there. But. You can't you can't just kick a team around when they're not when they're not talented. Austin, you're kind of a funny guy. Why don't you say the meanest things you can think of about Gordon and let's see if he laughs. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <boy. laughs> they always say there's some the truth in every joke, right, Hannah? Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. He's very you very much. charitable and generous. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Oh, man. But, I think. All right, coming up next. Gordon? <laughs> Gordon's gone silent. No, I just I think I'm breaking up out here. Porsche. Uh, coming up next, this could be a very important day for the NBA. We've got our eyes kind of locked on the Twitter machine to see uh, if and when the news is going to break. We'll get to that coming up next. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Austin is back. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Band of the day today is Weezer, selected by Austin and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Austin, any particular inspiration for Weezer? Just sounded good. They put me in a good mood, and we all need something to put us in a good mood these days. Amen to that. I I couldn't agree more. I, I, I was aware of Weezer in my youth, but I can't say that I was a fan. So I'll take it in today. You should, yeah. All right. they, last year they had one a number one hit song. You know what they sang? What? Africa by Toto. Oh, I did know yeah. that actually. That was a good. It was a good rendition of it yeah, too. Yeah. What was their biggest song, Austin? Toto. Gall. Uh, oh, Weezer. No, not not Toto. Weezer. <laughs> uh, probably. Oh, uh, that might have been it. Buddy Holly or 
Uh, Island do? in the Sun. Uh, Island in the Sun, yeah. 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 I, I remember that one, yeah. All right, so a little Weezer today. I like it. Rocking it up. Uh, Gordon, this uh, was kind of breaking yesterday during the show, and we're going to keep our eye on it uh, throughout the show today. Uh, but the NBA's Board of Governors and Players Association will hold separate meetings today and expected to culminate with an agreement on starting the 2021 season on December 22nd, and it would be a 72-game schedule, uh, Gordon. And, um, you know, I'll start off by saying we can get into some of the stuff floating out there because trade rumors and those sorts of things are already flying. But uh, I will say that getting 72 games in while starting at the end of December, I I think is pretty good. They're going to have to bump the playoffs back a little bit, but as we've talked about before, inching the calendar in the NBA back to normal is, is I think, or should be a priority, and I would guess that uh, both the players and the owners could significantly limit their financial uh, liability with 72. I mean, it feels like you got to get in as many as you possibly can, and only uh, taking a 10-game short seems, seems pretty ideal to me. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, Jake. Uh, I, I agree with everything. As long as it can be done safely for the players and the people involved, uh, at, at the arena, and I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like. Do you have any best guess about that? We keep reading these uh, results about the spread of the coronavirus, and it's just nuts right now. But it makes me wonder how what it's going to look like. What, what's your best guess? I would guess it's going to be like the other sports. Well, at least the other sports at times, where it depends on where it's being played. You know, the the interesting thing with this will be what other mitigation efforts do they do they make? You know, just simple things like um, playing multiple games in one city. You know what I mean? Like if you're uh-huh. gonna play two games against the Bobcats, <laughs> just kidding, the Hornets. You know, play them. Uh, well, I guess that's um, it, it. Would more apply to Western Conference teams? Excuse me. If you're gonna play, you know, the Suns four times, why don't you play both home games? in a set there in Salt Lake City, right? So you'll limit how many times you travel and, and get on planes and things like that. Little, uh, you know, how many crossover conference games do you end up playing to limit travel and those sorts yeah. of things? And then I, I would guess, as far as fans go, it's going to be left o- o- uh, up to the local uh, governments and health organizations and those sorts of things like other like other sports. But I don't know. I would be surprised to see the mandate or the NBA mandate no fans. Now, maybe it ends up being that way depending on where it is. But I I think I would guess the NBA is pretty motivated to get fans in if they can. I just I just don't know what that's going to look like I, with the way things are. Do you think that a team traveling from, say, say Utah to uh, the East Coast, does that does that carry more risk in it than it does traveling to any other arena? I don't think so. If you look at it like that, I think it's more limit the travel. You know, like the yeah. like for example, uh, you know, every team does a big East or West Coast road trip, right? Where you're on the East Coast for ten days and you play five games or whatever it is, right? I think they'll limit those big long trips because they don't want you to have to get on, you know, fifteen different planes to to accomplish that. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, I think it's less about the the exposure, more just about the mitigation of, you know, times you do things that could carry risk. Which okay. makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, if you could do little tweaks like that just to limit it a little bit, why not? Okay, so if you, uh, I'm I'm Adam Silver, and I'm saying Jake Scott, I want you 
to be my architect for this. You already suggested some things. In reality, if it was up to you, how 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 would you form it then? I, I know that's putting you on the spot, but you've given it a lot of thought, and I, I wonder what, what you want it to look like. The Jazz only play against the Kings. <laughs> all, 72 games, all 72 <laughs> games against the Kings. Um, I don't know. I, you know, there's a there's a few things that are that are floating out there, right down to like regional play. You, you know, maybe you only play against teams in your regions. Um, the the whole tunnel concept, David Locks talked a lot about. You know, it, it, you really um, can minimize the the exposure that your team gets if the only people they interact with are the you know the plane to the arena, back to the plane, and home. You know, things like that. Maybe you limit hotel stays. Maybe you limit bus rides. Uh, just think out of the box a little bit just to minimize those, I don't know what we want to call them, you know, risk points or, or factors like that. Um, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious if anybody else out there would think outside the box at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. You know, what, what ways, you know, can they mitigate some of this stuff? Because I'm sure the NBA is open to, to all suggestions. I mean, obviously, they're willing to, to go to great lengths to uh, uh, create rules. I mean, doubles ping pong and all. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're open to any and all suggestions. But You know, Jake, 10 years from now, you're going to be talking about this period of time in your life, and you're going to bring up doubles ping pong. Oh, you better believe I'm going to bring up doubles ping pong. <laughs> in fact, the day that uh, finally this virus is conquered, whenever that's going to be, I know what you're going to do. You're going to play doubles ping pong. Oh, man. Three, four times a week. I did, you know, when Sam came on and, and told us about uh, uh, him playing all that pickleball, I couldn't help but thinking to myself, so doubles pickleball, fine. Doubles ping pong, out of bounds. Yeah, because it's outside and it's uh, there's more space. Oh, well, how do you know the ping pong table's not outside? It's Florida. Uh, that's that's a good point, but it, you know it's hard to play ping pong in the wind. <laughs> I've played ping pong outside plenty of times. It's fine. <laughs> I bet most of the ping pong available is at least in a covered area. Only singles uh, ping pong now. Come on, but come but, on, but, but no, but pickleball is different because you're standing farther away from each other. You've got some distancing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Only yeah, it's just, of all the things, of all the things that happened in the bubble, that was that's really right up at the top for you. Yeah, it's it's always going to be right up to the top. Imagine legislating such a thing. You know, imagine legislating such a thing that could could easily have been accomplished by a simple sign on the table. Why, why are you against <laughs> saving lives, Jake? Honestly, <laughs> we just put up a sign right next to the table that says "singles ping pong only," but instead. It has to it has to go in the rule book, ironclad. Like, hey, you want to be ejected from this bubble? Just just try to play doubles. Just try. See, it. I I think that uh, I, I think that erring on the side of caution. Nothing wrong with that. I know, I know. But you you're bothered. By Why didn't that. they put in the rule book like uh, like, <laughs> like uh, six feet between people when you're at the soda machine, please? <laughs> Why wasn't it in the rule book, you know, because new that, cups that, only at the soda machine? <laughs> That's implied. Everybody knows that already. 
Okay, let's not talk about the devil's ping pong anymore. That that All doesn't right. seem that doesn't seem necessary. So, point is, do you think the way this is being shaped, you you pretty much are are uh, enthused by it, and you think they're heading in the right direction? Yes, but I hope, and we'll see. You know, maybe it's a little a little easier with the NBA as opposed to Major League Baseball because you're not playing every day. But I, I hope they build in a little flexibility. Uh, I'm sure we're going to see some some postponed games and those sorts of things. You know, the the if uh, the other sports are teaching us anything, it's that that's not possible unless you uh, outlaw doubles ping pong. So, uh, you know, I, I I hope they leave some room so they can adjust the schedule and adjust some games because I, I would guess that that will be necessary. All right. Well, it sounds like they're going to play 72. And if they do, uh, then if they can do it safely, then I'm all for it. And I think it will help preserve like you were talking about, sort of a, a bridge between how difficult it was this year and the solutions of the future. Right. And and I hope it gets done because uh, I really think that uh, Michelle Roberts and Chris Paul in particular have done a terrific job um, man, you know, leading the players union through all of this and, and trying to get the best outcome uh, for their union members. Give them a lot of credit because it's seriously, Gordon, we've seen the last of Major League Baseball for a while. I'd be willing to bet on it. Really? Well, I mean, uh, the latest rumor I hear today is the owners are like, well, we're we're losing money by playing games, so we might as well just not play. Well, and uh, yeah, and from from the very jump, uh, they they are uh, adversarial, and, right? Uh, I think the relationships, like you were talking about, that have been developed between Adam Silver and Michelle Roberts have, have been mostly positive. And we'll see if it, it stays that way. But, well, the, uh, the major league... sometimes they say the devil is in the details, right? That's true. But the major league baseball players union basically said, "You're going to pay us full freight. I don't care if you have fans in the stands or not. You're going to you're going to pay us every penny." See, don't you think that's a little on the unreasonable side? One hundred percent, and incredibly short sighted. But they they didn't want to broach the you know the, the salary cap or they well. More specifically, they didn't want to broach the revenue share topic. Hmm. That's the biggest yeah. thing that the baseball union has going for it. And even during a pandemic, they they weren't going to go down that road. weren't going to do but it. But they have to understand. Yeah, and we talked about this before. But th- at some point, you have to understand uh, exceptional negotiation. You know, have some deal in place that uh, that, that suggests nothing for the future, but takes care of a period of time that is so unusual, no one's likely to see it ever again in their lifetime. Let's hope so. And hopefully those lifetimes are long, not short. All right, uh, we'll get to more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. And we will... um we will keep an eye on uh, the Twitter machine for any breaking news as far as official agreements. And as Gordon mentioned right there, of course, uh, the devil is in the details and sometimes things uh, uh, don't progress as uh, expected. But uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful for one, as a, uh, yeah, certainly as an NBA fan. Good. Jordan Pendleton will be on the show coming up at three. So stay tuned for that. What's going on at four? And uh, Josh Newman, who covers the Utes for the Salt Lake Tribune, will be on with us at five. Stay tuned. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and, uh, and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. Thanks for making us part of your day. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to have Jordan Pendleton at the uh, top of the 3 o'clock hour. Talk a little BYU and Boise. Um, let me run this by both of you. Uh, Austin, I'm back from vacation today. Um, my favorite uh, ridiculous NBA tattoo ever has always been Super Cool Bees for Michael Beasley. And I especially like that uh, the part of the story where he sent out a picture of his new tattoo when with like a big bag of weed in the background. Big old bag. Big old bag of weed, <laughs> like Costco size, <laughs> just sitting there on the table. That always that always made me laugh. But there, there's like family style bag of weed. Huh? <laughs> there's there's just something wrong uh, in my opinion about like printing a nickname or something like that. You know, like. I don't know. It just feels weird. But but what DeAndre Ayton got a new tattoo and sent out sent out a picture of it. Uh, and let me get you. What do you guys think about this? Does it say I wish I was Luca? <laughs> no, it, that's funny. No, but it is like one of those uh, top of the back billboard kind of tattoos. You know what I mean? Ah. And it says Domin Ayton. So a take on the word domination. Dominaton. Yes, uh, that's terrible. Uh-huh. Dominaton. That's 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 awful. I, you know, like, know. not only is that kind of lame, but, like, he hasn't dominated anything really yet. That's a good That's, point, too. Yeah. yeah. What, Gordon, am I off base here? I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much. I, you know. Dad he joke. Has, he needs to pick his own, uh, you know, his own way to view himself. And if that, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What someone puts on their body, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about. Oh, that. I don't care. You put it. I have many friends with bad tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> people can, yeah. People, this is America. What, okay. People can do Which, whatever they want, but but this okay, guy just uh, just got one that says Domin Ayton, and his name's DeAndre Ayton. So let me ask you to be all judgy here. What is the worst tattoo any of your friends have? Oh. Uh, What's that old? Uh, what's that old movie where the guy has a cowboy hat and he's riding like the bomb? You know what I mean? The bomb. He's <sighs> he's riding the bomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a bomb <laughs> drops out of the plane and he's riding the bomb like a cowboy, and he's got his cowboy hat in the air. You know what I'm talking about? What movie well, would that okay. be? Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, what are you talking about on so, our air? Uh, it's a famous scene. Somebody send it to me. But anyway, uh, I've got a buddy that got like a the Twinkie cowboy. Riding a Pabst can like that, kind of. You mean in Doctor Strangelove? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm All talking right. about. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so give me that again. He's riding a what? It's the Twinkie Cowboy. Okay. Riding a giant Pabst can. And, wait, and, where is it? <laughs> uh, wait, where where did he get it? It's like on his chest. Ugh. Now, of all the things to get tattooed onto your body, I mean... Why that? Uh, you thought it was funny? <laughs> uh, I, I definitely think your incriminating audio is going to be tattooed. Yeah, it related. might need to be. We we uh, we had uh, a former coworker that had some pretty wild tattoos. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, this is a single tattoo he has, and, and I just wondered of all the things he could pick, why that? And you said because he thought it would be funny. 
Yeah, my buddy, yeah. Who got the, the Twinkie man riding the Pabst can? Yeah, he thought it would be funny. It is kind of uh, funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> it's just a terrible, how big is it? That's like, I don't know. What, what Six is, inches? Yeah, yeah, something like That's that. That's ridiculous. Oh, man. I have uh, my, my buddy Adam's brother got the, the, polo, ta- the, the polo logo. Tattooed on his chest, where the uh, where the the logo would be on a golf a Ralph shirt. Ralph Lauren, yeah, it's, look like they're swinging the guy on the horse, swinging yeah. the polo. Yeah, it's called a Juice Newton. <laughs> yeah. So you know, people can do whatever, whatever they want. I just you know, dominating. That's so stupid. That's a dad joke. That, made it, it and you don't tattoo dad jokes. Yeah, or bad puns. Yeah. Yeah. It, Although I, I could know. see Gordon I, getting a bad pun tattoo, yep. actually. No, I really no, could you, see I that. I think you guys are being a little harsh on that one. I think dominating. It's all right. What, is, what does LeBron have on his? What does he have? Chosen one. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'm not wild about that either. <laughs> What's worse, the chosen one tattoo across his back, across the shoulder blades, or wearing a T-shirt of himself wearing a t-shirt of himself that one that's the worst <laughs> the, the, of the, the two no it's just because his, his walk-off interview they said hey, what, what has everybody been wrong about you lebron what, are, what has everybody been wrong about all these years <laughs> well that i'm totally into myself and it's only about me and then that night he goes out to the party with his team wearing a t-shirt of his face <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so let me let me pin you down then uh, okay, I'm assuming that neither one of you have a tattoo. Do you have a tattoo? If you have a tattoo, I'm unaware. I don't. I, I'm I'm too non-committal to get a tattoo. I think so. I never have. And HR says you can't ask me that question, so I'm not answering. <laughs> okay, so let's presume that Austin Wink Wink doesn't have a tattoo. <laughs> All right, but you've got to get a tattoo, and it's got to be, you know, I don't know. Uh, a, a sizable tattoo. What do you What are you gonna put? God, I don't. I know what I. I do. only have one Porsche. No. <laughs> I know what I'd do. What would you guys do? Uh let's see here. I'd do a big portrait of Lloyd <laughs> on my back. <laughs> big for, one from when he had his long hair. Yeah, that even better. Yep. <laughs> How would your wife feel about that? She'd be fine with it. <laughs> She'd think it was funny. Yeah, she likes it. Oh, honey, that's funny. What would you get, Gordon? You said you know. I get my wife's name. Sorry I know that's uh-huh. sacrony. We, we know Sweet. you'd get her name, and she'd get this name. Lisa's pet name for me is Paula. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sappy. Oh, I'd get my wife's it's name. Very vomitous. I know. Is it really? So I mean. Well, see, yeah, but see, <laughs> I was going to say I'm at a stage in life where it's it's a sure thing, you know. Maybe younger people <laughs> they're still trying to decide whether it's going to work or not, and they don't want to, you know, take that chance. But for me, it's it's a, it's you know it's it's money in the bank. Or is it for uh, you know coming up uh, uh, you know uh, several years where you might need a little reminder of. You know, wow, <laughs> who, who I married. Wow, Jake. Hey there, uh, Lisa, I need a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Yeah, that's was, a bad joke. Is that too far? Uh, that was too far. Well, that's pretty cool. I apologize. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't uh, first that was to go messy. after ping pong players. I now. know that was too far. I apologize. Um, coming All right. Up. So tell me, tell me what you think I should do We're about the Austin. You weren't here. I brought it up with Jake. We didn't really talk about it on the air. But the other day, uh, my wife and I go on a, a, white, a walk every, every, every chance we get, every day, uh, just about every day, not every day, but when the weather's been good. Well, the other day, I was busy working, and so she went on a walk, and uh, a, a guy in a pickup truck rolled up next to her and rolled the window down. Didn't roll it down. He, you know, he, he pushed the button, and the window went down. And he, uh, he he was talking to her a little bit. And she, my wife's really friendly, and so she was talking to him. And uh, then he, he said, okay, see ya. And he drove up, and when he drove up, he turned around and drove back down next to her and said, are you married? Are and, you married? And what was her answer? Her answer was, yes, I'm married. Did, uh, but did she say to that person? Yeah, yeah, and point at you, I'm, or did she just say yes? I'm I married. wasn't there. I wasn't there. I was working. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that her. part. So okay. Yeah. So I thought. I thought. Okay. Should that make me happy or sad? You very, know? very, I mean, very, very sad. Really? Because uh, when's the last time a gal rolled by you in a truck and said, "Hey, you married big guy"? <laughs> I'm betting the fifth of never. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? Don't be putting me down. Maybe she said, hey, you lost big guy? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know your name? Can I help you find your house? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I told her, I said, that's not bad. I mean, at least he asked, you know, he asked, "Are are you married, you know? But that's happened to her on a number of occasions. I don't know if I should start worrying about that or not, but anyway. Yes. And, and 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 I, you know, it has happened to me before, but it's just been a while. <laughs> All right, we'll get to Jordan Pendleton coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <laughs>